Hello, and thank you for tuning in to The Gathering Church, a place of grace where people far from God experience life in Christ. Sit back and relax and listen to today's message and be blessed. In Christ that we have today, if he was not born, he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't have been here. He had to come. He had to come on this earth. He had to come into this world. He had to come with human flesh. He had to take off his divinity and put on humanity so he could become Emmanuel, God with us. In the book of Matthew, we, 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 we see that, that, that the Jewish people was waiting for a Savior. They were looking for a Messiah. Some believe that the Messiah was going to come in the heavens with 10,000 angels and a mighty chorus shouting, the Messiah has come, the Messiah is here. But as you read the scriptures in Isaiah and you read what the prophets foretold, you realize that the birth of a Savior was going to be a humble beginning. Jesus Christ's story is a wonderful story because some of you have had humble beginnings. Amen. You have come to a place and you're born in a place of, of obscurity, a place of pain, a place where you didn't have that much. But look at Jesus today. He's the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. He's sitting on the right hand of the father. We have seen a, a, a great escalation of, of, of his fame, of, of, of his stature, of his wisdom, of his power. So God leads the ultimate example for us as Christians that we can start from nothing but end up on top of the world. It is not according to what man has spoken. It's according to what God has preordained. God preordained that he shall be called Jesus, Emmanuel, the Messiah, God with us. And it's because of this new birth that we celebrate him today. There's a wonderful song that said, I don't even know if you know it, Brother Jonathan, but it's called, O Come, Emmanuel. O Come, Emmanuel. And, and, and it's a beautiful hymn that was written back in between the 8th and the 12th century in Europe. And, and during this song, amen, of, of O Come Emmanuel, it, it was talking about the time of preparing your heart to receive Christ into your life. See, during this time of the holiday, we're not just celebrating stockings and, and presents under the tree. We're, we're, we're not talking about the jolly green, happy guy in a red suit. Amen. Amen. You know, the world, we like to commercialize everything. Amen. So we want to make Christmas, amen. We want to make Christmas, thank you, sir. We want to make Christmas, amen, this commercialized holiday. As a matter of fact, you come to some places, you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. Well, I grew up as happy holidays, seasons, greetings, you know, these different. I'm like, look, it's Merry Christmas, okay? No, we can't call it a, a Christmas tree. We have to call it a holiday tree, a holiday tree. Can you believe that? There's some places where you can't even call it a Christmas tree. It's a holiday tree. And so we have commercialized, we have tried to make this time a generic holiday, but it has tried to overshadow the fact that Jesus Christ was born. We, we see it on Easter. We, we put a bunny in front of the cross. Come on now. And we think it's all about Easter and facility and the little eggs and the egg hunts and all different things. And we try to commercialize these holidays that focus on Christ, our Savior. Jesus is Emmanuel. He is God with us. And because of his new birth, it's the only reason why we stand before you today. Because if it wasn't for the birth of Jesus Christ, where would we be today? 
Where would you be if it wasn't for God's grace? If it wasn't for his son being born but then dying for you on the cross? He couldn't die if he wasn't born. But he's God with us. Oh, come. Oh, come. Emmanuel. As we, we, as, as we, we, as we sing of this hymn and we, we hear this hymn, this hymn is, is a part of seven songs that begin with the word O. Oh. It's called the, 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 the great antiphons. Antiphons were prayers that were sung before and after the reading of the book of Psalms. This is what, this is what they did in the, first, in the early church, in the early centuries in Europe. They still do it today. Those who go to Vespers, which are evening worship services, they, they sing these type of prayers. And so seven days before the birth of Christ, before Christmas Eve, each day was a special hymn or a special prayer that they sung out to God. On the first day, they, they spoke about, oh, God being, oh, wisdom. He, he is our wisdom. Then on the second day, they talked about, oh, Lord, he is Adonai. And then they talked about, oh, root of Jesse. And they depicted a, 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 a name and, and an attribute of who Jesus the Messiah would be. And then on the fourth day, they talked about he is the key of David. And then on the fifth day, they spoke about he is the day spring of life, oh, day spring. And then on the sixth day, they talked about he is the king of nations. And then finally, on the seventh day, they spoke about him being old Emmanuel. He is God with us. He is the Christ. And I want you to know that God is with you today. No matter what you have been experiencing, Emmanuel is with you. Because of his birth, you are not here alone. You're not here alone. What set the shepherds back into the fields rejoicing? What caused wise men to follow their knees and worship? It wasn't because God was, was, was so far away. It's because the God who was distant now has yet come. The God who was intangible, who was mystical, was now there before them in flesh and blood. It was God with them. God is with us. He's not just watching over you, but he is with you. The word became flesh. He became a living soul for us. He said, I love you, not just to look at you, but I want to be with you. I am God with you. He is Emmanuel. And because of this new birth, we know that he is here with us to receive today. You might say it's hard to believe, Pastor. Uh, I don't feel him. I'm going through a trial. Uh, things I've done in my past. No, God is with you. Even through your mess. See, God is a faithful friend. The Bible says he's thinking closer than a brother. See, some say a brother, you know, after a while, you do something wrong, you hurt them, they turn it back on you, they go the other way. Or they say, I got your back, but I got you way back. So you go to look for them, they ain't nowhere to be found. But the Bible says that he's sticking closer than a brother. He is the one that will be with you through thick and thin. Even in the midst of your folly. Because, you know, some of us are believers, but we still trip up <laughs> every now and then. We still stumble every now and then. But he's still there because he's Emmanuel. He is God with us. I want you to tell your neighbor, God is with you. God is with you. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. God is with you. Come on, if you're alone, he'll be your companion. If you're lost, he'll be your God. If you're weak, he'll be your strength. If you're sick, he'll be your healing. If you're hurt, he'll be your hope. If you're in sin, he'll be your savior. God is with you today. You don't need to fear. 
You don't need to be afraid. You need to know that he is Emmanuel. Oh, come. Oh, come, Emmanuel. He is here. Come and ransom us. Come and set us free. Come and deliver us. Because when God comes, when God arises, his enemies have to be scattered. Let me tell you, they try to snuff out Jesus if you read the text. Herod's put out a decree in the land. Everybody that's two years and younger, kill him. Every time a savior comes on the scene, there's always a great abortion. There's always a great murdering. There's always a great massacre of children. And we don't see it as a coincidence that it was a great massacre of children this weekend. Because God is trying to bring somebody on the earth to bring change. And God is raising up little Jesuses and little Moseses and little Joshuas to be world changers. And the enemy knows this, so he tries to snap them out the way he did in Jesus' time and the way he did in Moses' time. God is on the scene. He is with you. He is with me this morning. He is the God of all comfort who comforts us, comforts us even in our trouble. Our prayers go out to those who have suffered great loss of their children. But think it not strange, the Bible says, because these are the last days. And the scripture said that there is nothing new under the sun. Think it not strange. I know our hearts are broken. I know tears are flowing through our eyes. I couldn't even, guess, I couldn't even hear it on Friday. I told my wife, I said, honey, I can't hear it. I, 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 it would just mess up my day. I said, my heart, my prayer go out. It just breaks you when you hear tragedies, right? It breaks your heart. But even in the midst of all that pain, someone did to ask God, why? 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 Why in Jesus' day? Why? Why? Why did his children die? Why? Why? Why in Moses' time? Why? 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 Why did these things happen? You know what? I don't have the answer to everything. I don't know why. I don't always have the answer. There's some questions we won't have answered until we get before God on judgment day. And then we can ask him, then why? Because he sees what I can't see. He knows what I don't know. And even in the midst of brokenness, even in the midst of loss, even in the midst of grief, even in the midst of pain, God will still be there because he's Emmanuel. He's God with us today. See, when they, when, when, when they saw Jesus, it was such a holy sight for them to see because this was no ordinary baby. This heaven and earth moved because of this child. Come on. The constellations, the stars were leading people and guiding people. This was no ordinary child. Kings came, princes came, and laid their treasure before God. See, we, we, see we, we, when we read that part of the scripture, you know, we have the beautiful nativity story. And, and we read that, you know, three wise men. Princes came, the kings came, and they came and they bought gifts and they bought frankincense, gold, and myrrh. So we think, oh, they just came by themselves. No, they came with entourages. If you're a king, would you ride by yourself? Does the president travel by himself? He travels in an entourage, right? So think about camels, 20, 30 camels, bringing gold. We ain't talking about no little, here's a little treasure chest for Jesus. No, we t- come on, we're talking about kings. We're talking about people in high esteem coming to honor, honor. This young man, honor this baby. They realized there was something, someone great was among them. God was tangible. The Bible says that he, the angel, the angel uh, um, Luke 1, 28, it says, greetings. 
you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. That word with you is the word paraclete or paracletos, amen, or parakaleo, excuse me, which means to come alongside. Jesus is not just, just looking at you. He's with you. He's like a friend. Come here, Pastor Edgar, real quick. This is what he does. He walks alongside you. Anywhere you go, Jesus is with you. He's your buddy. He's your pal. He's with you. God was with us. Hallelujah. He's the one who walks alongside of you. He is with you. He is with you today. It's because of that new birth today. It's because of that new birth, that birth that was 2,000 years ago, that we have new birth today. There's a birthing that takes place in the sinner's heart when they receive Christ. There's a, there's a birthing that takes place in our soul. <coughs> it's, the coming of, it's, the, it's the coming alive of our hearts, of our beings, of who we are in Jesus. We were all born in sin, destined to burn in hell. But because of Jesus Christ, we can experience new birth. We can experience new life. As in Adam, all shall die, but in Christ, all shall be made alive because of Jesus. He's with us. But we cannot experience his company unless we accept him into our lives. There must be a birthing that happens within you. There's the new birth of Christ, but there needs to be a new birth in you. There needs to be a coming alive in you. There needs to be a change, a transition in you. I think about when a woman is in labor and she's in travail. Giving birth is nothing easy. It's no easy feat. She doesn't wake up in the morning and say, well, I think it's about that time. I think I'm going to give birth today. It doesn't work like that. There's a moment of travail. Brother Dwayne knows. Come on. There's a travailing that happens. There's a moaning. There's a groaning. There are contractions that increase over time to make everybody aware that a shift is about to happen. A change is about to happen. And some of you are going through hell right now, and it's getting worse and worse. Because God is saying a shift is about to happen. A change is about to happen. He's trying to bring you into a new place of birthing. There needs to be a new birth in you. If you haven't received Christ, you are missing out. You're missing out. You're missing out. God wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to stick closer to you than your brother. When no one understands you, he understands you. When people misconstrued you, he understands you. He knows you. He made you. He knows the very fabric and the fiber of your being. He knows what he put in you. But you have to go through a new birth. You have to come to a place where you... Ask the Lord to shift me, to change me, to revolutionize me, to transition me so that I can walk in your ways. I can walk in your grace. I can walk in your favor. Oh, come. Oh, come, Emmanuel. I want to experience that life. I want to experience that new birth. I want to experience the grace of God. We, I was so honored yesterday as a pastor. baptize five people who, who are saying to the world, see, let me say something, baptism is your coming out party. Now, I know everybody else has their coming out party, 
But the real coming out party is water baptism. That's the real coming out party. We just said that I am following Jesus and there is no turning back. I'm going all the way with him because why? He's with me. He's with me. There has been a shift. There has been a change. There has been a new birth that has taken place in my life. And I realize that I'm not here because of my own doing. I'm here because of God's grace. I'm here because he was born for me over 2,000 years ago. And now I'm sitting here because I have salvation. I have the peace of God. I have peace with God and I have peace with man. And I'm standing here. And so I want to honor those individuals yesterday. Amen? I'm going to take this time and I want to honor them. Amen? And, and, and present to them certificates of baptism because God is with you. God is with you. And as you walk on your journey, I want you to know that you're not by yourself, but you have the paraclete. See, Jesus died on, the, on Calvary, but he said, I, I, I don't leave you comfortless. I give you the comforter, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is, is, is the replacement for Jesus. He lives within you. It's the Spirit of God. Divinity lives on the inside of humanity. He lives on the inside of you. And he makes the shift and the change. So I'm going to ask those who were baptized yesterday, come join me in the front. Come on, gathers, you can give God praise for them. Amen. Praise the Lord. I think you could do better than that. This is better than graduation. This is eternal. Okay? These are the same faces you see on that day because they made a decision to cross over. Come on. This is bad than crossing over into a fraternity. This is bad than crossing over into other things. You're crossing over into Christ because you realize that he makes the difference in my life. No sorority can top this. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And so we want to congratulate them. Pastors, ministers, come. Join me. Amen. Right here on this side. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to celebrate them. Amen. Their new life. Their new birth. Amen. They're making that decision. Now, some have been saved for years. Because I know I was saved for me before I got baptized. But baptism is sealing the deal. It's sealing the deal. It's saying, Lord, I, I've taken this all the way. There's no turning back. It's no turning back. And they have made that, that decision to seal the deal with the understanding of what that really means. And so we, we honor them. We thank God for them. I'd like to give, amen, the first certificate of baptism. Amen. I'll have the pastor pass it out to our sister Hanifa Addy. Amen. This certifies that Hanifa Addy was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son of, of the Holy Spirit on the 15th day of December, 2012, at the Gavin Church, Hackensack, New Jersey, Signed, Pastor Arthur M. Shadwick. The scripture says in Romans chapter 3, verse 4, or, or, or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus was baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death. In that order, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we are too to walk in the new life, in the new way of life. Amen. Amen. You can play moving forward. Amen. 
my dear sister, Sister Ola. Amen. Oguye. Amen. Amen. We celebrate her and her life. Amen. And all that God is doing. Amen. Praise the Lord. She's going all the way. Amen. Come on. Amen. Our sister Andrea Dennis. Amen. If you heard her testimony yesterday, she has went from the guttermost to the uttermost. And she has a walking witness of God's power and testimony. God is with you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Our next is our brother Nandi Inukwa. Amen. God bless you, brother. not least. Amen. Our sister Fabiola Jones. <laughs> Amen. 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 Let's give God praise for our baptism candidates. may be seated. Amen. Ministers, you can stay where you are. Hallelujah. Moving forward, amen. We're not going back. We're going all the way because God is with us. And so there's been some, amen. Honey, come stand with me. Give God praise for the first lady, amen. Pastor Alverna. There have been those, amen, who have said, Pastor, I'm baptized. Oh, I just got baptized, but I want to go all the way. Amen. I want you to tell your neighbor, membership has its privileges. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And so we believe in God as we go into this 2013 new year. God will continue to expand us. But there have been those who have been serving here at the Gathering Church for such a long time. Such a long time. Amen. They minister in front of you. They stand before you. Amen. And we never officially gave them the right hand of fellowship. Amen. And so we want to officially give them the right hand of fellowship. Amen. Because the Bible says we have to do things in decency and in order. Amen. And so we want to do that today and just officially welcome into church and to the church membership of the Gathering Church. Amen. These individuals. And I'm blessed because it's not just one individual. It's not just one individual. It's actually a whole family. Amen. And we are about families here at the Gathering Church. And this family has, okay, I'm going to stop crying. Let me let me hold myself. I'm so touched. But this family has been such a blessing. aid you in the work that he's called you to do. 
when God has called you to something great, you realize it's no easy feat and you can't do it by yourself. Moses couldn't do it without Joshua. Jesus couldn't even do it without his disciples. And so we can't surely do this work without the help of my brothers and my sisters, without your help, family. We are a family. We are the body of Christ. And we do it together, amen? It's always better when we do it together. And so it is with great honor that I welcome officially to the membership of this church. Look, they're already givers. They're tithers. I mean, they give, okay? They, they serve whatever I have, whatever I have need of them. They're always here. Always, always, always. They're not, they're not, they never try to tell me no. Even when they tell me no, they still make the chip. They're still trying to find some way to make it up and do something else. But they, they, they've been such a tremendous blessing. And I love them. And so I want to welcome officially into membership the Agungi family. And I'm going to start with the one who, who came first. Amen. Because it only takes one to make a difference. Amen. Oh, come on. That's a word right there. She's such a, a, a wonderful spirit. I'm going to ask our sister Marolu Magungi to come. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of how you came here sitting in the back. There was an usher, and now here you are over the worship team department. And how God has blossomed you. I've seen you grow spiritually over these last couple years. It's just been leaps and bounds. It's been amazing to watch you blossom like a flower right before our very eyes. And I'm just so grateful to God for you. And so this is your certificate of membership. And this certifies that Moroluwaya, all right, I got it right, Ogunye is a full member, is a full member of the Gathering Church Incorporated, received this 16th day of December in the year of our Lord, 2012. It says, covenant of membership, having been led to repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, we do now, in the presence of God and in this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into this covenant with one another as the body of Christ. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you. Bible study one night. She said, hello all, this is my brother. And so we met Brother Olu for the first time. And amen. And I've just watched this man of God. I mean, Olu has so many gifts and talents and abilities of him. It's just unbelievable sometimes. As we say back in the South Bronx, it's just sickening. Just all the stuff he got in him. But God blessed him. God really blessed him. But it's just sickening. But we're so blessed by him. So I want to officially welcome into membership 
our brother Olulomire Ogunye. got baptized yesterday. So she said, we're just going to go all the way in the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to thank, give, give God praise. Amen. Now, she's the oldest of the bunch. Amen. So she said, whatever I say, y'all got to do because I'm the oldest. You got it. You got it. And she keeps her siblings in check. <laughs> Selah, right? <laughs> but we want to officially welcome our sister, Olumisha Ogunye. Or all eyes we call her here. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have the birth of Christ, the new birth of Christ. That we have the new birth that comes in Christ, in which we have received, amen, those who are baptized and those who are becoming part officially of our church family. But then I believe that there is a new birth that comes through Christ for we as a church. And I believe that as we go forth into 2013, there are some, there are some great things that are in store for us. And so as I prepare myself to close, I just want to share with you some of the great things that we have in store for next year that we are planning for next year. So you can be prayerfully in tune with what God is doing. As I begin to pray every year, as we come to the, the final quarter of this year, uh, every year I come to pray at this time. I begin to ask the Lord, what is the word for the next year? What direction are you calling your church? Individually and corporately, where are you calling us to go? And as I begin to pray and seek the Lord, we're speaking about the whole concept of new birth in Christ. Amen. Birth of Christ, in Christ, through Christ. Oh, come, oh, come. Emmanuel. God began to speak to me about 2013 being a banner year. Everybody say a banner year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A banner year means that it was a, a year that was more than expected. It was above expectations. It, it was a very good year in all aspects of the world. When you are in a business set, if you're an entrepreneur, a banner year means that you have superseded all of your goals and your expectations. That means God, and it's so funny. We're talking about 2013 is a banner year, but God is making the end of 2012 a banner year for us. But that's how good God is. He said, I'll end you right and start you off in a better place. Come on, somebody. And so 2013 is our banner year here at the Gathering Church. Normally, a banner year is celebrated afterwards, after the results, after the manifestation, after the tangible. But God is calling us to declare and to decree in faith that this year, 2013, this new coming year, shall be a banner 
year before it even materializes. We have to have the mindset that this year, 2013, is going to be our banner year. Well, I'm not just talking about a banner year for the church, but you are the church. God wants you to have a banner year. He wants to do something new in you. He wants to blow you up in 2013. He wants to transi transition you in 2013. He wants to take you to a place that you've never been to in 2013. He wants to supersede your goals and your expectations. He wants to bring wealth and health and, and his miracles and his blessings in your life in 2013. I need to declare before he even comes in that 2013 will be your banner year. It's your year. Why wait till it happens? Why not praise him on credit? Why wait? Why wait? Why not praise him now for what he's going to do? That, feel me. I did connect that. Let me, remember you have to shift with me a little bit. Give me some upbeat. Why wait until it happens? Why not praise him now for what he's going to do? That's still kind of weak in here. You don't understand what God is saying, Hanamosha, that he's going to do in 2013. He said, I'm going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or even think. Why not praise him now for what he's going to do the next 16 days? Somebody's getting married next year. You don't even know. Somebody's getting a house next year. Somebody getting something to that program they've been praying about. Somebody's having a baby next year. Why not praise him now for what he's going to do? Why not praise him now for what he's going to do? 2013 is your banner year. It's your banner year. So you, gotta, so you have to position your mind to receive it. See, as Christians, we're so lazy. We have to wait for everything to happen to praise God. But we have to learn to praise God in faith. Faith without works is dead. And sometimes we don't get the full benefit because our faith is not in a place to receive what God's going to do. Your faith should put you over here to receive it, but you're over here waiting and watching it trickle on somebody else, and you're not getting what you're supposed to have. But if you would align yourself in the last couple of days of 2012, I'm telling you, you will posture yourself in the place where the blessings are falling, and you will have a better year. Tell your neighbor a better year. God wants to do it for you. You got to go. Chapter three people say a banner year. A banner year. God is doing it. God is doing it. He wants to blow your mind. He wants to blow your socks off. He wants to transition you. Some of the place you're living at, you won't be there next time this year.
He wants to bring a shift to you. It's a new birth coming. I, I, I hear a rumbling coming up in my spirit. I hear a rumbling coming up. There's a change about to happen. There's a shift about to take place. There's a breaking of day. I feel change rattling, Pastor. I feel something breaking. I feel a yoke falling off someone's neck. I feel burdens rolling down somebody's back. Get the revelation. A better year. Shout a better year. I declare the creed to gather in church. We'll have a banner year. Sit down, sit down. Y'all too excited. Sit down. Y'all act like God's going to do something. You act like he's going to make a way or something. You act like you're coming out of 2012. You're going to 2013 with victory. Come on, you act like he's delivering you right now. Oh, my God, I feel God in here. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I declare and decree the gathering church uh, will have a, a better year. Oh, God, it's coming now. I feel this thing in my belly. It's coming now. What you want, you better get your heart and mind ready for what God has for you. A banner year. He's birthed something. Lord, this God says a banner year. Come here, daughter. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here. Come here. God, lift your hands. God, I thank you. God says, align yourself right now. I'm going to give it to you. God says, I'm going to give you an early dose of it right now. A better year. A better year. A better year. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. My God. Somebody's salary just doubled for 2013. I feel God in here. Somebody want to start a business in 2013. I feel God is coming. A banner year. A banner year. A banner year. Exceeding expectations. Say your name, exceeding expectations. Uh huh. God's going to exceed your expectation in 2013. He's going to exceed your expectation. A banner year. A banner year. A banner year. He's going to break barriers. Tell your neighbor, he's going to break barriers. Uh huh. Tell your neighbor, he's going to break barriers. Uh huh. When God comes on the scene, he breaks barriers. He breaks it. Uh huh. There will be new frontiers to explore, new avenues to travel. Uncommon is the word for this house. We're not a common church. We're not your ordinary church. We are uncommon, and we are not ashamed about it. I ain't trying to be like nobody else. I'm going to be what God has called me to be, because no one can do it the way I can. No one can do it the way you can. Uncommon is the word for this house. We are an uncommon church. Use the unconventional approaches to reach the masses.